Oh, Chloe, if you'd like to come out, please wait until your daddy gets back, I insist, holding my belly as another Braxton Hicks contraction hits. I grip the dresser and try to breathe through it. It seems like they're coming more frequently. Once it passes, I try to finish what I came in here for. Aaron is away, but I want the nursery done so we can enjoy the next few weeks once he returns. I walk around what will be her room, putting a few more of the pretty pink dresses in the drawers. Aaron and I have fought about the vast array of pink things that are now strewn around the house. He hates it. I love it. He insisted we paint her room in camouflage. Brown, green, and black camouflage for a girl? No. I almost sent myself into labor with that argument. I got home and he and Mark were drawing it out on the walls. I launched various household items at Mark while throwing him out of the house. My husband found out shortly after how much he could suffer by my hands. I may not be a seal, but you don't mess with me either. In the end, I won with purple walls and the sheer netting around her white crib. Daddy's going to love this room, Chloe. I can't wait to see his face when he sees the pretty butterflies. Needing to take another break, I sit in the rocking chair and rub my stomach. It soothes me knowing she's in there. I can protect her. It's my job. I love being pregnant, and it's a miracle we were able to conceive her. I've already told Aaron I want to try for another as soon as she's born. I close my eyes and sink, allowing the world to fade away. I imagine holding her in my arms, sitting here in this chair, soothing and kissing her. I picture Aaron with her asleep on his chest as she gets to hear his heartbeat. She'll own his world and have him wrapped around her finger. Knock, knock, knock. I hear the door, but it takes me a few seconds to get out of the chair. Knock, knock, knock. They bang louder this time. Coming, I yell at the door. Geez, give me a second. Waddling to the door takes me a minute since I'm the size of a whale. I open the door and see Mark Dixon, Aaron's boss and close friend. He works at Cole's security forces with Aaron and served with him for years. His head is hanging low, and when he looks up, his eyes are full of sorrow. What's wrong? Lee. He chokes on the one syllable of my name, the one Aaron uses. Something is definitely not right. What happened? I ask again as I begin to shake. Tears fill his eyes and I know. I know my life is never going to be the same. I know everything I've ever feared is about to come true because Mark doesn't cry. Mark wouldn't be at my door if something weren't really, really wrong. It's Aaron. My heart stops beating and the world I live in ceases to exist. Don't. I beg with tears blurring my vision and my breath accelerating. This can't be happening. Please don't, Mark, please, I beg him again, because once he says it, but I know it's futile. It doesn't matter because he can't stop it. It's already happened. Natalie, I'm so sorry. The dreaded words that every military wife fears, only I wasn't supposed to have to worry about this anymore. We were done. We got out. I wasn't supposed to ever fear this again. Please, God, don't take him from me. Please. But I'm pregnant. I'm having a baby. I stammer as if that will somehow make none of this real. He said he'd be back. 
He said he- I trail off as it becomes difficult to breathe. My hand flies to my mouth to stifle the scream about to escape. Everything goes colorless. It was an IED. I'm sorry.